0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: God's job. But it's not solely God's job. No, it's our job too. We will be the plan. We are never going to give up. When the truth is known to the entire world, we are going to have extreme accountability. Good evening and welcome to the Stu Peters Show. So, if you followed the news last week, you know that Tuesday's elections were yet another set of bad and disappointing outcomes for conservatives. In Virginia, Republicans failed to take the state, House, and Senate despite hopes that they'd be able to do it. Not only that, but Virginia just elected the second-ever transgender state senator, a man in a dress calling himself Danica Reen. Only a few thousand votes actually prevented Virginia from electing a literal prostitute to the state Senate as well. In Kentucky, Liberal Governor Andy Beshear got reelected, and in Ohio, the state's pro-life heartbeat bill was thrown out and replaced by a new voter-approved bill enshrining radical abortion rights. So it was a bad night. But it was made worse by the fact that we were badly disappointed a year ago as well. And of course, in 2020, we had to witness one of the most sweeping frauds in political history. But last week's disappointments are already being used to lay the groundwork for something worse. As we speak, sinister forces in the elite GOP are trying to spin these results to do what they've always wanted to do, dump the pro-life plank of conservatism and make the Republican Party radically pro-abortion, just like these communist Democrats. They're blaming all of last week's defeats on one single issue, abortion. They don't care about Democrats having more money or better organization or more ability to commit fraud or conservatives having weaker messaging on all kinds of issues. No, they're pinning the entire blame on opponents of abortion. And they say that if Republicans just embrace murdering children— They'll be able to win. Unsurprisingly, these are the same people who think the GOP should sell out on the border, on immigration, on transgenderism, on everything. Victory, they say, is always one more sellout away. But of course, here's the real truth. If the Republican Party is pro-abortion, then for millions of Americans, there will be no reason to support them. Maybe D.C. elites will butcher innocence to get power, but we will not. Some of us don't see the need to choose between one group of child killers and another. We can stay home. But still, last week's outcomes were bad, and there absolutely needs to be improvement if the 2024 elections will be anything besides a complete waste of time. Ian Smith is a business owner who became famous nationwide for refusing to close down his gym during COVID tyranny. That experience turned him into a major political commentator as well. You can find him on X at Ian Smith Fitness, and he joins us now. Ian, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you being here.
2: Absolutely. Thank you for having me on the show, Stu.
1: How can anybody deny at this time that we are a uniparty and that these people will do absolutely anything including butchering unborn children in order to gain wealth and power?
2: You know, when you say that, you you invoke the rage of of conservatives all over the country. I say this quite a bit and uh and and the the answer that you get is they, well, what are we supposed to do? Um And what we're supposed to do is we're supposed to look the ugly truth in the face so that we can address it. And the ugly truth is that there is a uniparty in this country and there has been for a very, very long time. It's just more noticeable now and more uh, aggressive now than it has ever been because they're closer and closer to the final stages of their plan. Um, And without addressing that, we can't uh, we can't even begin to solve the problems if 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 we're going to subscribe to this um this compromising view of conservatism um, we will forever wind up one step closer to the people that we claim to have nothing in common with with the radical left because you know i saw it when i ran for congress in new jersey um the conservatives wanted me to to bend on pretty much every issue and to seem moderate you know but when you're dealing with the radicals on the other side the more that you seek to compromise, the more you wind up on that other side. So, it, it's just—it's um, an ugly truth, and people don't like ugly truths. Yeah, they—they bury their head in the sand and pretend that that next time we'll get them. We, That's we've like had the advertisers career.
1: and you know prospective advertisers, and even people that work inside of the Stu Peters Network organization that have tried to encourage this program to become more moderate and you know um, less extreme, if you will. Well, look, I mean. What did we see in 2020? And now we know the truth that this has been going on for decades. We don't have elections. Elections are fake and rigged and stolen. And we have this uniparty that's hell-bent on eternal power and control, and they don't care if your kids are dying or not. So somebody has to say, no, this is fake, this is rigged, and somebody has to do something. So when people are saying to you, well, what are we supposed to do? We have to bend to get votes and we have to get elected. Well, that's fake. Our whole political system is fake. It's been overtaken, it has been infiltrated, and it has been compromised at literally every level of every bureaucracy in our federal government and now in the state governments as well. So now that we know that, talking to an audience of viewers who well knows that and understands that, what do you say that we do?
2: The first step, I think... At least in my opinion, is radical involvement at the local level. We know that we know that our, that our election system is compromised. We know that it is vulnerable. However, at the local level, they do not have the ability um, that they have at the higher levels at the state and the federal level to pull these heists off. And if we are to to regain any power, it has to be, we have to have a foundation upon which we fight from. Right now, trying to change the federal government through elections is like throwing ice cubes at the sun. We have to we have to build a foundation. We have to reclaim our townships. We have to reclaim our school boards and we have to reclaim uh, our county boards before we can even begin to tackle this problem. Um, And the fact of the matter is, that, like in a state like New Jersey, half of the half of the seats are uncontested or either unfilled. And yet people will absolutely go vote every four years you know, um, for their favorite conservative, but they, they won't show up on a Tuesday night at a, uh, at a township meeting and figure out why their town is also going, you know, to, 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 crap. And it's, that's the first step. We, we can't fight if we have no footing. We're on the edge. We're currently on the edge of a cliff. We've been backed up and backed up through compromise after compromise, these people have taken inch after inch after inch and we are standing on the edge of the cliff trying to dig our heels in and until we start pushing back just at the local level we can never reclaim the federal government yeah um this didn't happen overnight and it it won't it won't be fixed overnight we have to be okay with these small wins and allow these people to can they're going to continue what they're doing anyway.
1: To what do you attribute the people not showing up at their local community, you know, meetings, c- county commissioner meetings, uh, board of elector meetings, city council meetings? Why aren't they getting involved in running? Why, why is there such complacency and apathy in the face of, you know, Agenda 2030, the Great Reset, the One World Order, the the, the New World Order, the One World Governance? I mean. The authoritarian takeover of our country, the open border, the physical invasion, uh, defending the borders of Israel, sending billions of dollars, hundreds of billions to Ukraine to fight a proxy war against Russia. uh, You know, posturing at China as they posture at Taiwan, seeing the weakest uh, transgender fake military that is failing to perform its one essential duty, which is to protect our country from the physical invasion that we're actually seeing happen. Why are people just not getting involved?
2: It's it's easier to think that you can vote in 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 2024 and think that if you just hold on tight i mean that's like the conservative mantra at this point it's like just hold on tight till 2024 and it's pathetic um the the reason is what you you said it's apathy it's people feel powerless but in feeling powerless they make themselves Powerless. You know, if there, if there's one thing that was proven through COVID um, and through some of the stuff that I did and many others who fought back in this country is that we're not powerless, is that everything that you do matters. Um, If you didn't have a business to open and you supported businesses or you showed up at the school board, all people think that it's somebody else's job to come and save them. People think that 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 somebody's going to come along and clean up the mess, but the mess is in your front yard. The mess starts with your local school board and, and and all of that. And but people genuinely think that 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 some some president is going to come along and wave a magic wand uh, and things are just going to go back to the way they were. But the reality is, is that we don't even want things to go back to the way they were because we've been lied to for generations. It just wasn't so in your face. But they've been laying the groundwork for what we see for generations. This country hasn't been on the right track in a very long time. You know, so going back to the pre-COVID days is not an option because the pre-COVID days was just an appetizer as to where we're at. We were dealing with the Patriot Act back then, and and many other things. So it's it. I think people need to get make it or or feel more pain. And I wish it wasn't. I wish it wasn't like that. But I don't know what else. Honestly, you know, because everybody there's plenty of people screaming this message, but people just don't want to hear it, and that's. That's alarming because we're already hurting as a country. I mean, I mean, I, I talk to people every single day in all of the businesses that I'm in, and and people's pockets are being squeezed, and people's way of living is being uh, just slowly taken away from them. But nobody wants to show up at the school board meeting, so it's going to have to get worse. What about Either messaging people though? People are going to have to.
1: I mean, what what, what about messaging? I, I mentioned briefly that you know people have tried to persuade me to become less extreme, less radical, more moderate, attract more boomers. Uh, you know, put, push content that, you know, will satisfy the appetites of people that are already on YouTube. We won't get kicked off of Facebook and Instagram. You know, it, it, there's a game that you have to play. Just play it. What makes that any different than what the Fox News channel is already doing? You are chilling. You are chilling patriotism. You know, you're doing the same thing by doing that as what these criminals did at the Fed Surrection on January 6th to imprison real dissident voices uh, who showed up to exercise their First Amendment right to peaceably assemble and petition the government to redress their grievances? So, how I mean, what does the messaging have to be? How do you really get the message of, hey, we are in deep shit right now, we we don't have, we're running out of time for our children, and yeah. if we don't fight this war right now, then our children are going to have to fight it. Who in the hell wants that for their kids and their future? That is the message, and that's that's the message that
2: conservatives should be championing is we need to radicalize and that there's this, there's this like, Ooh, scary around that word. But, but the truth is that this country was founded by radicals. Every idea that this country was founded on was, was founded by radical individuals, people who were radically self accountable, who, who, who understood that freedom requires a tremendous amount of work, that freedom, isn't just some thing that exists. You have to earn it every single day. Every single one of your actions has to to push you closer towards being free. And that means not being dependent on the system. That means not being afraid of a fight if it comes to your doorstep. Um, but you have to radicalize. You have to be prepared to fight. If you truly value freedom, you have to understand that it's never given to you. It's never, ever, ever given to you. And sometimes it's fought with bullets and and bloodshed. And sometimes it's fought with action and money and time and and all of this. And people don't see that as a, a way to fight for freedom. They they think you know it's all it's just about the Revolutionary War or whatever it is. But no, that's the hard price. The hard price is paid in bloodshed. The price you pay to keep freedom is guarding it, is is being radical and not compromising on your values and not being afraid to be canceled and not being afraid to lose friends and not being afraid to lose your job um, and speaking out and, and showing up every single day. The answer is radicalization. It's not compromised.
1: I agree a thousand percent. Couldn't have said it better. What has every fake actor in our you know, federal government, every president, former president, the military-industrial complex, uh, the secretary of state, the, the secretary of defense, what have they all programmed, the Fox News Channel and CNN – uh, to tell you that you will accept and easily digest in order to get behind these forever wars and these interventions. What have they always told you? We're going to spread democracy. We're going to liberate the people of Iraq. We're going to liberate the people of Afghanistan. We're going to liberate the people of Syria. Well, what about our own liberation? The only intervention that I will support right now is when the American people rise up and intervene against this criminal, murderous corporate crime syndicate that calls itself a federal government. Real quick before we run out of time here, Liberal Governor Andy Bashir, I want you to react to this on the other side.
0: Just look.
1: talking about radicalizing even further to the left an entire state in kentucky this is kentucky this is supposed to be a battleground state this is supposed to be a red state where real patriotism reigns and you have people cheering on the fact that he he defeated all of these people at one time to that you say what
2: the proof is in the pudding um the 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 game or the 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 play that we are running as conservatives as a whole is not working and we need to look At at new leaders, we need to stop relying on the GOP. The GOP is not your friend. If you love America and if you love freedom and if you're a patriot and you want to conserve this country, you need to get as far away from the GOP um, and their media arms as possible. And you need to network within your local community because there are people who are willing to fight, um, but they are not going to come find you because they're already busy in the trenches. You need to go find them.
1: Yeah. And if you think that it's Mitch McConnell that he defeated, no, no. Of course not. The turtle lord and all of these cronies are part of the same uniparty system that sells out to the Israel lobby, that sells out to special interests, that that sells out to corporate conglomerates, that sells out to Wall Street, that does the bidding of their own selves to enrich and empower themselves. They're never going to stop. They're never going to stop. These people have to be stopped. They're not going to just wake up one day and decide, oh, have a coming to Jesus. Yeah, let's go be real conservatives and fight for this country. No, they have sold you right down the river and they don't give a damn about your kids.
2: And they will They will continue to do so no matter how much you cry about it on the internet. It The, the action has to be in person. Conservatives, the GOP uh, is the party of the professional losers. They will pretend to try hard. They will pretend to fight and they will always come up short, but they will ask you for a donation as soon as they're done. And they will tell you the same thing that will get them next
1: time. That's right I couldn't agree more in smith thank you so much for being here on the other side of the break in just 60 seconds we have a real victory to celebrate that's coming up as the Stu peter show continues going away
3: a punch somebody on a sidewalk carjacking old lady at a red light pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store you think it's cool to fool if you like cuss out a cop
2: spit in his face stomp on the flag and light it up
3: that a small town. you make it down
1: the road. You're not gonna make it down the road financially. Nobody can expect that with the great financial reset coming. Of course, waking up one day having your Wells Fargo or Bank of America or Chase accounts all reset to zero. All of these big banks controlled by the central banks, they're going to take your money, take your retirement, take your pension, everything that's in your savings, everything that's in your checking, everything that's in your stock accounts, everything in your portfolio that you have set up to make sure that your kids don't have to fight a financial war is inevitably going to be gone. So you have to protect yourself. I protect myself by getting physical gold and silver, and I buy it from Goldco. I think you should give them a call. 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD. We partnered with them almost two years ago. They have treated people wonderfully. People are bragging, emailing me all of the time. They're protecting countless Americans. A hedge against hyperinflation, criminal taxation, forever wars, and, of course, the great financial reset. Call Gold Co. today. 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD. We'll be right back.
4: For the first time in a millennia, a famine of biblical proportion is hitting the earth, and it's by design. War has created scarcity. Fertilizer production has been wiped out.
2: The price of
1: fertilizer is up 128%.
4: Food processing plants are exploding. Herds of cows are being massacred and buried.
1: This is a very
0: abnormal event.
4: The Great Reset demons have created the crisis, but a generation of great resistors following King Jesus have the solution.
1: Heavensharvest.com.
4: Get there right now. Prepare for the worst by trusting the best. Heavensharvest.com has a delicious plan to conquer starvation. It's real food. High quality. Tastes great.
2: It's actually really good.
4: Trust Heaven's Harvest today. Order food for the year and a bucket of heirloom seeds. Affordable, available, ready for the fight ahead.
1: Heavensharvest.com. If you are a man over 45 who's dealing with prostate problems, certainly not alone. It's a very common issue. But you need to know about this shockingly simple prostate shrinking candy chew hack that you can use to quickly reclaim control of your bladder. A simple morning candy chew hack that allows you to permanently end your prostate issues so you never again deal with humiliating or frustrating urges to go at the worst time. The hack takes only 60 seconds to use, by the way. Thousands of American men have already tried the hack, giving them back their freedom and peace of mind while allowing them to have an easy, high-volume flow every time they go pee. Go to flowforcemax.com slash stew. Find out more about the prostate-shrinking candy chew hack that has thrown the medical industry off the tracks, allowing men to fix their problems quickly and easily from the comfort of their homes. That's flowforcemax.com slash stew. Welcome back. So for almost three years now on this network, to be more specific on The Stu Peters Show, we have been working with former Big Pharma employee Karen Kingston to bring down the murderous Pfizer behemoth. For three years, Pfizer has been making billions, possibly trillions, off of vaccine mandates and international contracts to push their bioweapon killer clot shots. They've been smugly overconfident the entire time that this gravy train can be made to be last forever and that their legal immunity will be total. Well, now things are very different. As Karen Kingston has explained right here on this show, Pfizer's liability shield could be gone, leaving them open to lawsuits and even, yes, extreme accountability after criminal prosecution. But even if that doesn't come to pass, there's already been massive financial damage done to the company's bottom line, driven partly by our work right here on this program. Karen Kingston's efforts in research, our bravery, and our honest and truthful reporting. Our film died suddenly. Almost two years ago, in early 2022, we had Karen on this program. At that time, she exposed the NIH's internal grants database. The grants database, in the wake of our segment, was used by other investigators to fully expose Tony Fauci's illegal funding of -of gain-of-function research and other atrocities which led up to the creation of the bioweapon. All of this work got the attention of foreign governments. And in response, countries around the world have now been abandoning COVID shots in droves. And so recently, Pfizer had to announce that they're revising down their expected revenues by $3.5 billion dollars. That's worthy of a celebration. And we, of course, want to celebrate with Karen Kingston, who joins us now. Karen, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you coming.
5: Thanks for having me back, Stu. Yeah, it's um, more than two years we've been working together. And uh, I never really looked at our early interviews, believe it or not. I just, I was so busy researching. I never went back and watched them. And I want people to know that um, the work that we've done has had not just local effects and national effects, but global effects, and that their voice matters. So even as early as September 30th of 2021, when I was on the show, um, I talked about the vaccine mandates being passed at my son's school and how the PrEP Act was completely unlawful and unconscionable and that it wasn't gonna stand up in a court of law. Um, And so when the San Diego School District passed it, um, they left my son's district exempt. And in February of 2023 this year, the California Supreme Court ruled saying, yeah, you don't have authority to make mandates, right? So I want people to know they can make effects at just the local level by speaking out. Uh, the other thing is we exposed that the NIH grant database was giving $10 million to test children at schools with these PCR genetic testing. Then it was going to GenBody in South Korea. You and I exposed that. My son's school shut that down in his school, um, you know, within 10 business days after we exposed it. I don't know what happened nationally, but when we exposed that NIH grant database, um, you know, and how to use it, which is what I did in January, 2022, senators used it. Senator, I think it was Senator Massey uh, went on a show two days later talking about the same research that I had highlighted, which is the emergence of back coronaviruses and pathogenicity, or I think prevalence. Um, And so that exposed Fauci, um, you know, funding the gain-of-function research. And that was quoted by uh, Russian General Igor Kiryov saying that the NIH is sponsoring the creation of these synthetic pathogens. So that was just absolutely... Tremendous, like information. Um, I knew how to use the NIH grant database because I had done it for some of my clients when I had my consulting agency, and I also was the founder of a children's um, cardi- cardiology charity. Um, so we would we would write grants on behalf of research for, for children who had cardiac disease. So I knew how to use the database. So when we expose that. Um, it opened up a whole slew of breaking stories across other media. And again, senators were using it and internationally governments were using it. And one of the things that I did over this weekend was I went back and looked at the story that you and I broke regarding the San Diego vaccine and testing mandates. And one of the guys that was trying to attempt to make it um, precedent in San Diego that every child that goes to school must be injected with these biological agents, and every child, if they're not injected with it, have to go through a weekly uh, genetic testing, PCR test, because they're sick until proven healthy. Well, his name is Chip Schooley, Dr. Chip Schooley, and he, he works at the Infectious Disease Department at uh, UC San Diego, University of California, San Diego. Well, turns out Chip got over $4 million from Anthony Fauci's NIH grant database between 2020 and 2023. And in 2022, or sorry, in 2021, in August, he got $750,000. That was the month he was making up the protocols that he was forcing San Diego to accept for school children to go to school. This guy was school.
1: personally paid $4 million during that time frame by Tony Fauci's grant.
5: The grants went to the University of California, San Diego, and he's a professor in one of the departments there. He's also the head of global research in uh, his name. So people have to understand that when you uh, work at a university in research and you apply for an NIH grant, those funds are very loosely tracked, if at all. Um, anyone that works in the industry knows this. So, um, you know, they, the mice don't cost that much money. He didn't need $4 million. Uh, and so, uh, basically these are bribes so if you so what i want i would hope that whether you're an attorney you know or a local mayor or governor you know take a look at who the medical panel was forcing these vaccine and testing mandates go into the nih database reporter.nih.gov search their names and what you'll probably find is at least one or two of those medical panel members were receiving hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars from the NIH um, $6.2 billion slush fund, is what I'm going to call it, because we know Fauci was using it to pay off medical experts to get uh, false data published in peer-reviewed publications. So this actually, you know, it's it's a violation of something called the Hobbs Act, uh, which was in 1946, it was re- originally for racketeering with labor unions, but basically it says any public official can be investigated. Uh, when they're officially solicit, when they fi- officially solicit, accept, receive, or agree to receive something of value in return to influence in the performance of an official act. So, Schooley, Chip Schooley from the University of California, his intention was to make San Diego the precedent for the rest of the country to follow. He specifically said they need to uh, mandate the vaccines and weekly testing so they can mainstream the policies around COVID nineteen for the country and that these politically-driven exceptionalism has resulted in hundreds of thousands of deaths, which he had no evidence from. And it is a broad departure from science-based decision-making in government and society. Basically, he was saying, we need to make San Diego an example. We're going to make, uh, you know, injecting them with biological lipid nanoparticle technology, the standard, and we're not gonna tolerate anyone questioning us because we're following the science. You follow Chip Schoolie science; it's the same as Fauci's. Get you
1: follow 20- Chip Schoolie's advice or science or Tony Fauci's, you end up dead. Your kids end up maimed. Uh, lives are shortened. Turbo cancers become prevalent. People are dying suddenly. So, all right, listen. I think it's you, you, there's a lot to unpack here. But first things first, I want to say congratulations to you and thank you to you uh, because as as a part of your research and virtually. Nobody else willing to broadcast it other than the the bravery of the people that work at the Stu Peters Network Uh, and this program, along with the film, died suddenly. This is the reason why when I go to places like Vero Beach, that there are people standing in line to shake my hand uh, who have driven all the way from Ohio, who have driven all the way from Delaware. These people are so thankful, and they're telling me about how the lives of their loved ones and their children have been either changed or saved as a result of your research and this program and that film and our constant efforts. And this is in the wake, by the way, and directly in the face of all of the hit pieces – Uh, All of the censorship being banned and kicked off of Spotify uh, at the same time Joe Rogan was being banned and kicked off of YouTube and Facebook and not allowed to talk on Instagram about vaccine bioweapon injections that are causing people to die suddenly. But yet still, uh, you know, you have Russia's Vladimir Putin's top biowarfare general Kirillov citing this stuff on an international panel and showing Karen Kingston research from the Stu Peters show. And uh, taking a stance against these shots. And as you celebrated just moments ago, on an international level, to right here in our country, to down to particular states, and even into individual school districts, you are changing and saving lives. And so we have to uh, basically, you know, take a minute to celebrate and do a backpack. However, there is still... The idea of extreme accountability that has to happen because we're not going to have an amnesty or a a forgiveness discussion. Nobody's getting a full pardon. Let's not forget what Tony Fauci said. I'm going to get your reaction on the other side.
3: Have we hit the peak in New York? It's tough to tell George. we, We very well may be there. You know when you talk about peak it goes up it does this and then it starts to come down. It's really looking like it's going to make that turn. But you know being very careful. And cautiously optimistic, I wouldn't want to say that, but I think that is what is going on. There had been some hope that uh, early on that maybe the virus recedes with warmer, more humid weather. Where is the science on that now? You know, there, you should not assume, George, that the virus is going to diminish because of the coming of the warm weather. It might diminish for other reasons. There's precedent with other infections like influenza and some of the common, more benign coronavirus is that when the weather gets warmer that the virus goes down its ability to replicate to spread it doesn't like warm moist weather as much as it likes cold dry weather but having said that one should not assume that we are going to be rescued by a change in the weather you must assume that the virus will continue to do its thing if we get some help from the weather so be it fine but I don't think we need to assume that
1: okay he knew it wasn't A natural coronavirus he knew that it wasn't a novel virus he knew that it was created as a gain-of-function weapon of biowarfare at fort detrick university of north carolina chapel hill offshored to ostensibly one of the dozens of pentagon overseen cia-operated taxpayer-funded bioweapons labs either in wuhan china or in ukraine he knew all of that when he was saying that
5: yeah he did And, and and we exposed that and what we exposed in october of 2022 set the world on fire. Uh, and I know, and what we exposed was that the SARS-CoV-2 virus is not a biological virus at all. Gain of function or otherwise. It's a synthetic pathogen. That is what we had exposed. And I know we set the world on fire because Kirioff quotes that and I was blacklisted from the movement essentially. Um, so what we also exposed was the Pfizer internal document that explained how the synthetic pathogen was made. They explain it in the DARPA pitch uh, that Uh, Sergeant Murphy gave, you know, to, uh, he reviewed from EcoAlpha to DARPA, that says that they create chimeric multi-species proteins and merge them with nanoparticles. And then the pfizer Groton, Connecticut uh, structural and biological design, they explain how they merge um, these biological proteins um, by having them manufactured essentially in a cationic lipid formula that has human embryonic kidney cells. And then it's overlaid with graphene oxide and gold, which creates a triple helix protein, um, which is what we are calling the spike protein. Um, so that triple helix, those triple helix proteins are what people are calling now coronaviruses. They're synthetic pathogens. Um, and uh, Surgeon General Kirioff said, we've picked up on what the National Institutes of Health and the Department of Threat Reduction Agency in America are doing which is they're creating these synthetic pathogens in the Ukraine. And then he recently um, warned Africa to shut down the movement of those bioweapons labs to Africa um, and to know that these are not biological in nature. Um, They they are a new species of pathogenic um, organisms.
1: There was a movement to, or a plan to move these bioweapons labs to Africa?
5: Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, Russia is working on shutting that down with Africa to shut that down because they shut them down in Ukraine and they were going to move the biolabs to Africa. Uh, They have we know the Bill and Melinda Gates does have some research there and there are some um, some U.S. biolabs there, but they were going to move the whole program. So if this isn't a
1: clear sign to everybody that Vlad Putin is not the bad guy. Uh, that everybody in the media wants to make him sound like. You know why they're shutting them down in Ukraine and trying to put them in Africa? Because Ukraine is within the reach of ballistic missiles that could come from Russia. And these bioweapons labs, as noted by this General Kirilov, the top biowarfare general in that military, saying, hey, these are pathogens and they are intentionally being designed to hurt and kill people. These have been the strategic targets of Vladimir Putin since the beginning of this fake war. And so they can't be losing these pathogens and this technology. They can't be losing these formulas. No, because they have to kill more people and they have to enrich themselves. So they're going to put them in Africa. That's what's happening here. I mean, it should be so obvious to everybody at this point.
5: Well, yeah. And keep in mind what we exposed in October 2021 at my son's school, those PCR tests, they were taking the genetic material from our children, our youth, our military, sending it to South Korea. South Korea was sending it to China to make customized um, bioweapons. So because these things are made of genetic material, you have to understand they can customize them to actually bind um, to your receptor domains in your body based on your genetic makeup, or to make sure that your body's not gonna produce antibodies against them, right? So these are custom genetically designed um, multi-species synthetic pathogens is what they are. Um, And we were called crazy. Um, I was called not credible. You were told to stop having me on, right? I mean, it, and, and, and that, we really blew the lid off of nanotechnology. And, and, and I think that's what's important, Stu, is that we've been giving people the words that they need to articulate the crimes that were committed against them and also to have the bigger discussion, which is that this whole field of synthetic biology, yes, it's in the injections, yes, it's being aerosolized as weapons, but we expose the whole synthetic meat I saw on social media last night, um, which synthetic meat is meat that's grown in a lab using um, genetic material from various species and sometimes the starter nutrients are human embryonic cells. So we exposed that on your show and I saw on uh, social media, apparently uh, Italy is now banning synthetic meat. So, um, you know, for all those people who said I was wrong and lack credibility, I I wasn't. And the world's changing. And when I did work at Pfizer, I remember um, Bill Steer was a CEO at the time, and someone asked him, what's the difference between an acquisition and a hostile takeover? He said $2 per share. Well, Pfizer just lost $2 earnings per share. Yeah, it's a hostile takeover. We are done with this um, fascism, You know, this, this corporate um, conglomerate that is just driven by money and greed and to fit in you know, in their little groups and cliques, and we are standing up. You know, in the name of God, in the name of Jesus, to protect his children and all of his creation. Before we go, I
1: I, got to say this. Number one, uh, you were blacklisted from a movement of opposition uh, by those that were enabling Pfizer to continue to carry out their planned, premeditated, methodical, mass genocidal level murder of humanity, humanity. Uh, and, and those people were enabling them by using and changing words and saying lies on other programs and other networks because they were coming out with things, vitamins and supplements and all of these other things, uh, alternative vaccines that they were coming out with and supporting because they were getting paid by the same big pharma people that were trying to kill us already from the very beginning of all of this. Uh, so you were not blacklisted from our movement. You were opposed by those that were enabling, knowingly, the continued murder of children. And you were never silenced on this program. As a matter of fact, another pat on the back for this network right now, there were hosts on this network that actually lost their jobs here because they were entertaining the idea that an emergency use authorization never happened and that an FDA approval never happened, when in fact yeah, it actually did. and that
5: Pfizer had immunity.
1: Or that Pfizer had immunity, Yes, when absolutely they don't. They have never had an immunity shield that is all a PSYOP, 1,000%. These people are subject to criminal investigation. These people are subject to extreme accountability. And I'm telling you right now that we will not stop. We will not take our last breath until we realize that. More of the Stu Peter Show next. wish i didn't have to bring you this disgusting news but you know that holster company that i've been working with as a sponsor for the past four months vanish holsters they've just been banned yeah even though they're legally allowed to purchase it amazon google and facebook just banned it for sale to more than 7.7 million americans who live in a certain state now the good news is they can't stop me or us from getting it in their hands or in your hands for that matter vnsh.com
4: The human body is made up of 60% water, but how much of that has been corrupted by the smog, filth and poison of the modern world? You need to quench your body's thirst for purity. Do it with hydrogen water from airwaterhealing.com Neutralize free radicals with rich antioxidants reduce inflammation, protect against chronic illness and supercharge immunity, lose weight, improve endurance, reduce muscle fatigue and speed up recovery Support brain health. Improve your memory and mood. Enhance skin health. Give yourself a youthful and radiant glow. Go to airwaterhealing.com. Promo code Stu. This is airwaterhealing.com. So
1: I've got some thrilling news to share with you. The Bioptimizers Black Friday mega sale is in full swing. And guess what? It's not just a one-day thing. It's happening throughout the entire month of November. Now, you already know that I have unwavering trust in Bioptimizers. These guys are the real deal when it comes to improving digestion, and let's not forget about their top-of-the-line magnesium. It's truly the best on the market. Plus, they back up their products with a rock-solid 365-day money-back guarantee, no questions asked. You won't find a better Black Friday deal anywhere else, and not even on the mighty Amazon. Biggest discount that you can get and amazing gifts with purchase are available only on my page, buyoptimizers.com slash Stu Peters with a code Stu Peters. We all have those never-ending Black Friday wish lists, but this year, I challenge you to put your health at the top of that list. Why wait? Choose health over unnecessary things this Black Friday. Head over to bioptimizers.com slash Stu Peters. Use promo code Stu Peters at checkout. Remember, it's bioptimizers.com slash Stu Peters with code Stu Peters at checkout. So do you think we could be on the brink of a Donald Trump-Tucker Carlson ticket for 2024? That's the question that everyone is asking after Donald Trump and Tucker showed up together to massive applause at a UFC fight in Madison Square Garden, New York. Take a look. I mean, super impressive. All of the elements were present. Kid Rock walking alongside President Trump. Dana White's there. And then, of course, Tucker Carlson. So just from an objective political perspective, a Trump-Tucker team-up has a lot to discuss. Trump might really spend most of 2024 in court or even in a jail cell. But Tucker can whip up a crowd nearly as well as Trump does and provide 2016-style energy. Tucker could be a real Trump surrogate, as opposed to some fake GOP politician who never could be. Tucker actually agrees with Trump and his 2016 message on the big issues. In fact, that's probably the really only true obstacle to Tucker as a running mate. Tucker probably cares enough about the issues to call Trump out if he's wavering, and Trump would rather have a loyal yes-man as his running mate. But whether or not Trump-slash-Tucker is a good idea, and whether or not it's going to happen— Trump and Tucker at UFC made one obvious fact crystal clear. The 2024 GOP primary race is over. I mean, can you imagine Ron DeSantis getting a cheer like that, showing up at some random sporting event? Obviously not. Hell no. He would get booed while showing some sour look on his face like he just smelled a fart. That's DeSantis on the campaign trail. The past year has turned DeSantis into a complete joke. He's too awkward to even fake interest in talking with voters. He's so sensitive about his height that he wears ridiculous heel boots. He won't even admit to wearing them when he's called out. John Lefebvre wrote the best-selling Wall Street memoir, Straight to Hell, after Trump's appearance. He tweeted, quote, DeSantis tiptoeing around in fake heels versus Trump making a UFC entrance like a boss, unquote. John Lefebvre joins us now. John, thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you being here.
6: Thank you for having me, Stu. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah. So I mean, what are your thoughts on, you know, the wild idea of a Trump Tucker ticket?
6: Yeah, you know, it's one of those things that gets floated around from time to time for candidates and Tucker like characters. I mean, if you could go back to Rush Limbaugh days, they had thrown his name about it. and and the answer always is, no way, it would never happen, you know too much ego, too much money. um, They wouldn't do it. And in Tucker's case, I would say that's generally true. He just moved to X. He's building a media empire. How could he possibly want to do it? But I think the difference this time is America is on the ballot. And I think if you look at Tucker's rhetoric, he genuinely believes that the future of this country is at stake. And so I think for that reason, and he's also, from a personal perspective, he's one of those people who just generally says, it, why not? So I think in this situation, he might just say, it, let's do it. He would destroy Kamala Harris in the debate. He would relish in the opportunity to call everybody out beyond the extent that he already has. Um, it would force Fox News to mention his name. And most important, I think he would have a lot of fun doing it. And as you said... You know, he and Trump see eye to eye on most things um, and at the kind of at the core, what they represent to America and see in themselves is that they are, you know, Trump as the billionaire from Manhattan and as Tucker, the rich kid from California who spent 30 years on the inside in D.C. They now have the opportunity to be together. I guess, what is a, a Molotov cocktail that America can throw at the deep state and throw at the elites and just break things up. So, you know, nihilistically, I think it would be fantastic because it would be entertaining. It would be hilarious. And beyond that, you know, it would be a substantive way to probably enact and affect change in a in a meaningful way. Because, again, as I said, America is on the ballot this time
1: with the way that Trump handled the military and with the way that Trump ended wars and never got us into any newer conflicts. And uh, he went in and actually assassinated one person rather than carpet bombing all kinds of civilians uh, with the way that he basically neutered the military industrial complex and with the way that Tucker was a dissident to that military industrial complex, going and getting involved with interventions and regime changes. How do you think that the, the geopolitical slash military effect would look on a Trump Tucker ballot or in that kind of a presidency administration.
6: I think it would be. We had glimpses, as what you just outlined, we had glimpses of what Trump was able to do in his first ter- term, as it relates to taking on the the deep state and the you know military industrial complex. I think with Trump. As sort of the big paintbrush and Tucker as the, the little paintbrush, in terms of having perhaps greater attention to detail, um, a little bit more focus, and the ability to actually enact some of these big picture ideas. Um, I, I think it would be a continuation of what Trump talked about doing and did to some extent. And certainly what they're talking about, what Trump's talking about now, what Vivek Ramaswamy is talking about now, what David Sachs is talking about now, and certainly what Tucker is talking about now. I I think they would be um, unable to kind of turn that rhetoric into action in a very effective and meaningful way. And they are effectively, to some extent, impervious to the typical blowback that uh, political figures face In these types of situations, when they get into office after talking up a big game and then you put them in and nothing ever happens. Again, it goes back to this kind of effort mentality that both of them have. So I think it would be very, very significant and very impactful. And and to be honest, I think it'd be quite exciting.
1: The role of the vice president uh, right now is it's a it's a it's a joke. Uh, You know, these people are in illegitimate occupying puppet show uh, essentially it's it's insane that people actually recognize these people as legitimate they're they're awful uh but even before that trump's vice president mike pence we now know as a traitor to the country uh he, he was completely useless as a vice president just a figurehead you know essentially how involved do you think tucker would be as a vice president and do you think that despite trump's ego that he would actually be vulnerable and listen to and heed the advice of somebody like tucker carlson
6: yeah. So I think there are a couple of things there. First of all, um, I think that's a compelling case for for Tucker Carlson. I mean, obviously, every, everybody in media to some extent has an ego and there is ego at play. But if you give Tucker the opportunity to rewrite the role of the vice president, I think it is something that he would relish and and jump at doing. And I think it, it would be a, a historical change, a, a massive departure, particularly in modern times from what you see in Kamala and what we saw in, in, in Mike Pence. I mean, it would be it would fundamentally shift the role of the the vice president for sure. Otherwise, Tucker probably would have no interest in doing it. As it relates to uh, Trump's willingness or receptiveness in terms of accepting that, I think at this point, given what happened in 2020, he has to look to the future. I mean, what, he's now what 74 uh, by his own admission. He's you know he's uh, approaching. His, you know, despite having being relatively robust, he's approaching his uh, twilight years, and I think increasingly you will see him shift to focusing on his legacy. And 2020 is a massive stain, unfortunate, but a massive stain on his, I guess, justified legacy, as as many people see it. And so, if you look at what 2024 represents, it's a fresh start for him to set the record straight focus on his legacy, and even more important, build something that perhaps uh, Don Jr. or one of his other children can can kind of, when he passes the torch, um, and someone like Don Jr. or uh, Tucker Carlson or Vivek Ramaswamy is there to take the torch, uh, I think Trump will put ego aside and recognize that Tucker Carlson is a, a very good vessel to help him cement his legacy in, in a, a more deserved and meaningful way. I'm not, so I think I'm he not will put ego aside.
1: Yeah, I'm not opposed to it at all. Uh, Vivek Ramalama Deep State, though, I'm, this guy's a fake and a phony. I'm, I'm,
6: well, absolutely. He wants to be a senator. You know, maybe he'll yeah. be secretary of education. I think that was what I heard most recently. Is he's looking for Ohio Senate or secretary of, you know, he, he, he could serve. he could serve a purpose in one of those capacities, but he's not a realistic you know he's a good talker but he's not a credible it's candidate. way too good he's a, like an
1: he's ai seen. version of what the perfect candidate looks like you know mm-hmm. like he just He just downloads and then regurgitates these talking points, almost, almost like without imperfection. It's insane. Uh, And you know, Don Jr. He's a degenerate. I don't know. I don't really care. But I think Tucker is is pretty viable. Uh, You know, and and speaking of legacy, I think one of the biggest stains on Donald Trump's legacy is the way that he endorsed and supported and bragged about and took credit for these bioweapon killer clot shots brought to you by Pfizer. And I think you know after Tucker's comprehensive borderline walking right up to the line type of reporting. I think Tucker knows what these shots are doing. There's no way that he could be reporting, you know, uh, with any integrity at all and not know. I think Fox limited him on what he could say about it, of course, because every program on that network is brought to you by Pfizer and Moderna. So, um, you know, clearly there was a, a monetary interest, BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, the Rothschilds, all these people heavily invested in this, you know, genocidal level kill off and maiming of, you know, humanity through these bioweapon injections. Um, But I think Tucker knows, and I think that that's really important as well, and hopefully he could get Trump to have a coming to Jesus on these shots and do away with them altogether. Seize every stockpile of them, incinerate them immediately, uh, apprehend, arrest, and then charge and try and convict everybody that was responsible for bringing them to market so that they face extreme accountability. Anybody that wants to do that, we support for sure. Then what now we have to do is figure out how to make our votes count. John Lefebvre, thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you, Stu. Nice being here. Thank you. Yeah, anytime. So everybody knows about fruits and vegetables and how important they are to stay fit and to not be an obese, lazy, fat slob and to fight off cancers and to have a great, strong, robust immune system. Doctors will tell you six cups of fruits and vegetables every day is the number. Who has the time to cut up six cups of fruits and six cups of vegetables every day and then consume them? Who wants to? Who wants to consume that many cups of veggies every day. Try to get your kids to do it. It's nearly impossible. That's why we partnered with Field of Greens. Field of Greens has all of the real organic fruits and vegetables in the appropriate amounts, and they have an unprecedented money-back guarantee. If you go to your doctor six months after starting your Field of Greens regimen, by the way, they taste wonderful. Uh, just mix them with water or anything else. But if you go to the doctor and the doctor doesn't say, hey, you're doing everything right, just keep doing whatever you're doing, They'll give you your money back. Uh, So they have all kinds of different flavors. This one is the pink lemonade. Of course, they have all sorts of uh, different stuff here. Get the organic superfood, real superfood. This isn't some fake crap. This is real fruits and real vegetables. Uh, One scoop, put it into a glass of water or your favorite beverage. Fieldofgreens.com. Stay healthy. Get the fruits and vegetables you need. Have them taste good. Your kids will love them. They taste like an energy drink. It tastes like, you know, Powerade or Gatorade or any of the other stuff that actually is harmful to them And instead, they're getting the appropriate amounts of fruits and vegetables every day to fight off illnesses or whatever bioweapon. You know, the fake government murderous regime is trying to inflict onto them and call it a virus and push them to shots. Uh Uh-uh, F that. Fieldofgreens.com. Use promo code STU when you go to fieldofgreens.com. We'll be right back. What if I told
4: you there was a hostile alien species that controls your appetite, sleep, and focus? Invaders that urinate and defecate throughout your body whenever they are hungry? We call them parasites, and they are the root cause of many health issues that result in pain, suffering, and death. The Purge is our solution. Purge suddenly offers a unique blend of 17 detoxifying ingredients, including black walnut hull and wormwood, scientifically proven to not only kill parasites, but to destroy and flush them out. If you've never gone through a parasite cleanse or didn't do it the right way, our proven formula prepares you for a complete and total victory. Increased alertness, weight loss, and clear skin are just a few of the potential benefits customers have reported back. Kill the Parasites destroy their eggs, and build a big, beautiful wall inside your body to keep them out. It is time to purge suddenly.
1: It's you or them. Make your move now. So I've told you all before that I buy my gold from Goldco. I've told you why it's important to have physical gold and silver. The government is stealing from you. The government is taking from you. Criminal taxation, hyperinflation, funding forever wars, funding gain-of-function research, funding... Transgender propaganda in your kids' schools, funding the racist, poisonous, Marxist critical race theory, funding the purge of military personnel, Uh, funding the bail fund that allows criminals to rape and pillage and rob and loot with impunity during the summer of love. We're funding all of that. And then when they run out of money, they print more. That forces the dollar to go down. The petrodollar is on the brink of collapse. Hyperinflation is out of control. You need a hedge to protect yourself against the great financial reset. That's why I buy physical gold and silver. I buy it from gold co because I don't want to get ripped off and I want to do business with real good people. I recommend that you call them, discuss the options, how to protect your retirement savings, your 401k, your social security, your checking account, your savings account, everything that you've worked hard to earn and even harder to save is on the brink of complete destruction and theft and being zeroed out. Have the conversation with them. Call gold co today. 855-706-GOLD. Again, 855-706-GOLD. We'll be right back. Here's a surprising fact. Research shows that even healthy people have wild swings in their blood sugar after eating. When I talk about blood sugar, a lot of people oftentimes tune it out because they think it's only relevant to people with type 2 diabetes. But blood sugar is a topic that everyone needs to understand. One of the biggest keys to optimal health is having balanced blood sugars. Spikes in blood sugar force your pancreas to work harder and are associated with things like weight gain and even risk of heart attack and stroke. Well, the boys at Bioptimizers have a blood sugar optimization product called Blood Sugar Breakthrough. And I don't think I'm overstating my case when I say it's revolutionary. Simply take two capsules 15 minutes before a meal and your body will push carbs and glucose into your muscles to be used as fuel instead of turning them into fat. As a result, you'll enjoy more stable energy without the post-meal crash. It also will improve your overall health. You have to try it. For an exclusive offer, go to buyoptimizers.com slash SP. Again, that's buyoptimizers.com slash SP. So almost every day on this program over the last, well, almost three years now, we have urged you to contact Carlos Cortez at Cortez Wealth Management. And we're not sorry. Carlos Cortez is taking care of countless viewers on this program. I get emails... Uh, When I see people at live events, they come up to me and they thank me for making the introduction to Carlos Cortez, Cortez Wealth Management, the Never Tax Retirement Strategy, the America First Retirement Plan. So many people are just getting slaughtered by their so-called financial advisors. And why is that? Well, it's because their financial advisors are beholden to the edicts of Wall Street. And they work for these big, heavily advertised firms. And then at the end of the day, if you go to your financial advisor and you say, hey, what am I invested in? I challenge them to tell you the truth if they even know what you're investing in. So at the end of the day, when you actually find out that you're invested in Pfizer and BlackRock and State Street, Moderna, Vanguard, the Rothschild's criminal Zionist central banking cabal, that's probably not in alignment with your morals and values. And that's why we will continue to have Carlos Cortez here, not only as a personal friend to me, you're like a brother to me, uh, but also I cannot imagine steering anybody in any other direction other than to you, and, and you're an independent fiduciary, which is really important because that means that you don't have to, like a communist, make everybody sit inside of this one box and then cross their fingers and hope and pray that they're going to have a retirement, but that you can, based on independent and individual circumstances, come up with independent custom and individual solutions to make sure that people are protected.
7: 100% rights too. Um, I just challenge one question to all of our viewers. Ask your financial advisor, him or her, one simple question. and Or they should be asking you one simple question. What values are is off the table in order for you to make a profit? What industries do you not want to make a profit on? And it's funny, Stu, because the banks, they don't care about your children. They don't care about your money. Wall Street, they don't care about your feelings. They don't care about your money. They don't care about you and it shows because all these investments you're literally funding the cabal you're funding LGBT promotion you're funding the terrible terrible woke agenda that we and us God-fearing Christians we don't want really you want to support at the end of the day when you pass away you have you have to basically look God in the eyes if you can uh and and say hey yeah I I'm an owner of this company and so at the end of the day We're responsible for what we're funding and what our investments and having a blind eye that's that's not the way to do this going into 2024
1: if knowing that going to your uh, eternal day of judgment uh is the motivating factor in in how you decide to operate and run your business uh it it should be no question to anybody that, that if they haven't already they should call you Uh, I'll give you all his number again, although I've given it to you before. 813 448 3446. Again, 813 448 3446. Or if you want to book your appointment online, which you can have in person, you can have virtually, you can have over the phone, you can have over Zoom, uh, you know, all all sorts of different ways that you can meet. But the the bottom line is you have to meet. Uh, And and just give Carlos a call. Ask him for, you know, what, what could you do for me? How could you help me to protect everything that I've worked hard for? CortezWM.com. Again, CortezWM.com. Carlos Cortez, thank you so much for being here. Uh, We are out of time today. We will be back tomorrow from this same place at the same time. Until then, God bless you.